This, this is University Radio Bath. Hello and welcome to another episode of the They Think It's All Over podcast. They think it's all Corona. We've been talking about the return of the Premier League, the so-called Project Restart, for a number of weeks now. But it looks like the wheels are finally set in motion. The date uh, for the return of the league is just a week away now. And earlier this week, the uh, fixtures were released uh, for TV. So you can see which matches are on which channels and also which will be free to air, which is very exciting especially given there'll be no fans in stadiums. On this week's podcast, we also chatted about the return of La Liga and Serie A and gave a review of the Bundesliga from this weekend. Obviously, we've all picked a different team, some faring better than others. We also looked down the leagues. What's the championship doing? They're planning to return on the 20th of June, uh, shortly after the Premier League. Uh, what about League One and League Two? They've recently voted to end the league uh, on a points per game basis. What will that mean for the clubs who could be promoted or relegated? All that, plus we're joined by Matt Mustill, a good friend of ours who runs a podcast called We've Got the Win This Half. Uh, he'll be joining us for the Dorsey Challenges section of the podcast a little bit later on. And do go and check out his podcast. It's on Spotify. As I mentioned, it's called We Got the Win This Half. But all that to come on this week's episode of They Think It's All Over. They think it's all over. It is On today's show, I'm joined with the usual lineup of David Morgan. All right, mate. Matthew Dawes. How's it going, boy? And Scott Hyron. Hello, you all right? Yeah, we're getting used to these introductions, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> same introduction. The same one everyone. every time. <laughs> same, same boys we can make out. Not like we usually have a variety of guests on the show, but uh, stuck in lockdown, we've got to do what we can. Um, we've been chatting week on week about Premier League's Project Restart, and it's finally coming to fruition now. Just... A week and a half away, are we, till, till the Premier League? Yeah, or was it yeah. two and a half weeks? A week and a half. The uh, 17th is the first fixture. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Eight days. That's not bad, is it, boys? <laughs> it's oh, it's yeah. very good. That's exciting, isn't it? And of course, we got uh, La Liga coming back before that, Syria shortly after the Premier League, and we've been enjoying the Bundesliga the last few weeks as well. But um, mainly talking about the Premier League here, um, the big reveal this week was that TV fixture list, you know, Who's got what? What's on what channel? Who's playing who when? Uh, and also, what's free to air, which was which was quite exciting. So, what, what were the big headlines from that? I think, unfortunately, the free to air games are pretty poor, really. I mean, yeah. things like Brighton Palace is the first one, which I mean, you know, obviously, it's good to see that it's free to air. But all the the big boys, you know, the United Spurs is the Mizad Derby, etc., will be on Sky. Um, Although some of the Sky matches are free to yeah, air as well. Yeah, that is so. true. Yeah, I, thought, so, I thought Liverpool Everton Derby was one, yeah, yeah. free, yeah. free so to it, air on Sky. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's obviously really good. I'm, I'm not going to moan, to be honest. I think it's it's pretty uh, miraculous. It's all for, well, not all for free, but the fact that we got some of it for free after such a long mm. period without Premier League football, mm. whatever's free, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> so for, for, every, for everyone that doesn't have all the subscriptions I think they'll be very happy Luckily obviously we, us, we've yeah. been dealt in by Dorsey's dad and welcome <laughs> subscription helping us out like. yeah, I mean yeah big up <laughs> big up yeah of course um, I've done it again but Friday night Monday night Spurs which is incredible I could, I didn't actually know that that was the first fixture for us but I mean it's going to be a classic um, hopefully hopefully we get the result obviously um, 
There's been obviously a lot of friendlies as well going about. So obviously we did our United 11 versus United 11 um, <laughs> at Old Trafford, yeah. which finished at a 4-4 draw with um, Rashford scoring a hat-trick, Bruno, the main man, Fernandes, getting two goals, two assists, <laughs> and then Pogba getting a goal and three assists. I mean, mm. for me, that trio could storm us to second place even. like Second place? Oh, because uh, United obviously playing an inter-club friendly, but some clubs playing against other clubs. Obviously, that's been yeah. yeah. So I think last. Arsenal played Ch- uh, Charlton, was it? Yeah, what? we played Charlton in a friendly, six-nil uh, win for Arsenal, which is you know it. Well, you'd Charl- expect that. You'd yeah. expect yeah. it. Twenty seconds. Charlton are useless. But you know, six-nil. It you you. It's nothing but a confidence booster for players going in. You know, Unkatia had a hat trick, I believe, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Which I mean, for me, sort of maybe headlines the fact that he could be a Birmingham's replacement next season when mm. he ultimately does leave, does leave in the summer. Um, I think he could do with another season away from us mm. where he can play week in, week out. Unfortunately, his loan to Leeds didn't quite work out how we wanted it. He was used, he, he did very well with them, but he was used as more of an impact sub, whereas we want him to be getting first-team football. It'll be interesting to see now coming back whether some players... You know, adjust quicker. Mm, yeah. Could be some players really come to the fore over the, these last few weeks of the season. Who's kept themselves fit in lockdown? Mm. You know, who do you who do you think could be a sort of dark horse coming out in, in the, over these next few weeks? I think it'll be the players that have been injured. I think yeah. some of them mm. will be coming back. Spurs will be much much better. You know, I mean, yeah. they were shocking before lockdown, embarrassing at times. You know, they've lost all all their main players through injury, which obviously now all come back. So I think Spurs Spurs could. Make that push for top four. Um, and I think City could get caught out. Uh, no, I think we got a few players coming back as well, uh, especially uh, Laporte and Sane uh, being really big ones. So I, I think, obviously, everyone else has got their players coming back too, but I think we do yeah. benefit the most from having a fully fit squad. Last time I heard, I thought Sane was halfway over the channel to <laughs> Munich. Potentially, but he's still a brilliant player. And I, I, I love Sane. I'd be gutted to see him go. Uh, if he looks like he is going, uh, but he's... He just oozes class. I think he's going to be very important for this last part of the campaign. It's becoming a popular, popular route for City players, isn't it? Going to the Bundesliga. Oh, I mean, we get some players from the Bundesliga and some go the opposite way. So I suppose it, it works that way. We've got Kevin from that from their direction. So I was, I was quite happy with that one. <laughs> and Gundogan. Yeah, yeah. He's done uh, being a good servant for us as well. So I think uh, it, it goes both ways. Yeah, interesting. Well, obviously, those players that come in back, we're going to have to rejig our fantasy teams yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they've issued a, a free wildcard type thing for fantasy players. Thank Unlimited you. transfers until the start of the first game week. So, Hiron, I think your team needs work, especially they've got Robinson in your starting 11 who moved to West Brom in January. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty, <laughs> I, uh, He's still in your starting 11 and has been ever since. I, I know. I always lose it with fantasy. I always uh, kind of forget where, where I'm going with things. So I think he's still ahead of me though, somehow. Yeah, yeah. I've had such an awful Because he always time. gets dealt off the bench. That's no, the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but... It's, from picking a good squad at the beginning. Oh no! And then it, it You've left the, a player in there ma- that doesn't play ever. Oh god, like, no! It's so, actually impossible <laughs> for him to play there. Since, since since January, I've not been so much on it, but um, but before that, I was doing quite good. I was second place until probably about November, December. So I uh, just got, got off the wheel a little bit, a bit like Georgie Best. But um, it is what it is. And like your club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I disagree. I think uh, that we'll have to have to see what happens. Uh, beginning with uh, a week tomorrow. City aren't going to be able to like come back and challenge the league, though, are they? Uh, not challenge the league, but uh, at the end, they Liverpool that far ahead. I'm I'm just excited to see our team play again. As long as we get um, 
if we can go for runners-up or like third place, mm. then then happy days. Let's just restart. We all, we know Liverpool's going to win the league, so there's no point in dwelling over it. Mm. Let's just do as well as we can and just give ourselves a bit of confidence going mm. into the rest of the season, uh, the remainder of the Champions League, if that does go ahead, uh, and then into the following season. Uh, I mean, yeah, that sounds good, but obviously... Of course, off the pitch, you know, the trial started. Was it yesterday? The uh, UEFA think, UEFA trial. Yeah, was yeah. It starting today. I think it's. Uh, I, th- I think it's this. Certainly, this week it's going over the course of a few days. Um, you confident? Um, hey, it's a lot I, less confident. I, 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 I think say, "Oh yeah, we'll be fine. We'll pay them." I, 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 I think it'll be okay, but I think I, I don't think we can still have two two years of Champions League ban. If anything does change I think we'll either manage to get rid of it or I think we might have just one year could get extended uh, mate could get three years I know, I know I know there are fans that are protesting against it as well I've seen like I follow a, uh, my YouTube channel Ian Cheeseman uh, big city man over the, <laughs> Sorry, over the decades Ian Cheeseman he's <laughs> he's he's been to probably almost every city game in the last few decades so wow. um, he's he's very much on it and he's Bit covered a little bit of coverage about it and what fans sort of think about it as well. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens and obviously maybe in the coming weeks we'll uh, we'll know a lot more whether it'll be an instant decision or which I, pr- I presume it probably will be. Yeah, so we'd love be... to do a collaboration with Cheeseman. That'd be good. They think it's all over X. Ian Cheeseman, right? Yeah, I have to see, what, on see, see what I can do. Yeah, yeah but I've, on, been, I've been on his uh, YouTube channel before. So have you? To, oh. Yeah, yeah, outside the Etihad. So oh, I, to, I think uh, I've seen hey, this I've one actually. I think it. I've seen it. Yeah. I think I've seen it. So, um, so I, have to, I have to see what I can do. Oh, yeah, get him on, mate. Yeah. yeah. Be a good guest to have. Of course, um, um, we mentioned the championship briefly there. Obviously, Arsenal giving Charlton a drubbing the other day. Um, but that'll be back just a week after the Premier League, um, finishing off a few of their. Fixtures actually quite a lot, lot more fixtures to finish in the Premier League. Obviously, mm. with with it being a bigger league, um, I think there's a, about around 150 games to play. Um, but it seems to be going all to plan so far. And what I thought was interesting was Sky Sports will be able to hold onto their broadcast rights as they usually do. They show around a tenth of the matches uh, of the Championship. But season ticket holders have been allowed to access all the remaining matches. Um, for free, mm-hmm. uh, both home and away, uh, oh, wow. streamed through either iFollow or the club's um, broadcast own, own broadcast platforms, which is in you know completely different to the Premier League. So, do you think that'd be something you'd have liked to see in the Premier League? But obviously, a little bit more difficult uh, given the sort of complex broadcast arrangements. Yeah, I, I think that's I think you've hit the nail on the head. There, it'd be nice to have, but unfortunately, mm. with Sky and BT dominating the sort of TV revenue, and I mean they're basically like we need to get our money's worth here. Um, and I think they will do. I mean, the schedule's outrageous. So I'm sure people like yourself, Iron, who's, you know, moving into a flat soon, you'll be getting that Sky Sports subscription straight, no matter what. Yeah, you know? straight away, get Amazon Prime, wherever I need get to all, get. Right? Wherever I need to, uh, to get to watch my boys, I'll, uh, I'll do it, you know? But yeah, it's, it's, it's a sh- you know, obviously it would have been nice to just have access um, to those games in the Premier League, but obviously with Sky and BT it's anyway, you might, you might as well, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, it's not the worst thing but obviously Championship they didn't have that sort of access so I'm yeah. guessing it's brilliant yeah. for people like you obviously you, you know Swansea are on Sky you know once every few weeks whatever it is yeah. to have access to those games yeah well I'll be able to watch all of them now the last I think nine or ten games of the season yeah. so did they ever say anything about what um, if you get say a season t- like a refund on the rest of your season ticket I never actually so knew so that's what part the of the option of so was. you can either take a refund or you can take the matches yeah, like mm-hmm. free stream makes sense. They chucked in a few other bonuses, I think, like reduction the club shop and <laughs> yeah, classic. Like classics. to try and just. I mean, I think they want to keep you in there because obviously for championship clubs and lower 
money is more valuable to well, I mean, they, they, they from the season ticket like, holders. If so. you can afford it, please don't ask for a refund. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, for we, sure. need, we need the money. So yeah. that's what they. That was the kind of angle they were going for. Mm. Uh, also, then looking further down the leagues, League One and League Two today, um, the news came out that they've voided the season. They've uh, finished it on a on a points per game basis. And I think Rod, you, you were following the story earlier today. What does that mean for some of the clubs going up and going down? So the main the main sort of constro- controversy is really around Macclesfield Town in League Two, because um, at the moment Stevenage, who've had a woeful woeful season, <laughs> I think they three wins <laughs> in all they've had there. But re- they they have like a sort of saving grace in essence, and the fact that Macclesfield financially are just in disarray. Mm. Um, they haven't played paid their players multiple months they've they've had to even miss fixtures which they've now caught up but they're only three points above Stevenage and there's talk of them having another points deduction which would potentially save Stevenage yeah because of course I think there was a, initially they tried to avoid the relegation being a thing but the EFL said no no there has to be relegation and promotion and they have agreed to that now but Stevenage will be hoping that that Macclesfield charge comes in quickly but I think Macclesfield are going to be appealing it is that right? Yeah they are appealing it I think at the moment they're currently I think it's only announced today that they were Mm. potentially pursuing it because I believe I think it was you said earlier that um, they talked about with Macclesfield letting them off for not paying the wages in March because they'd already given them points deductions but today 11 points deducted already so it's pretty hefty so that, but apparently it's potentially going to be even more because I think they now almost want them to be relegated to make a because they they can't run themselves sustainably financially because I think they they've also had a ten thousand pound loan to help cover their wages. Yeah, it's all very complicated down mm. there. It's, it's interesting that they have decided to go with these relegations. Um, I know that the news yesterday from Ligon that the highest administrative court in France actually blocked relegation. Mm. Um, obviously, a few God, months ago now that France decided to end Ligue 1 as it is and give PSG the championship and Toulouse and Amiens were going to go down. But yesterday, the court have actually decided that those relegations are suspended. So those two teams will remain in Ligue 1 for next season. Interesting. Um, so that's actually really interesting. Um, I think obviously Ligue 1 is probably a lot more money in that sort of league as opposed to sort of League One and League Two. So maybe that's the reason that they have continued with the relegations. Um, but I think Toulouse have been dealt in, really. They were like 16 points off, you know, safety yeah. um, with like mm. 10 games to go. So I think they're celebrating tonight with a few bottles of champagne. So. Yeah, very decent. <laughs> and talking about the financials, obviously we've got the upcoming transfer window. I think it was due to open on the 18th of June. Um, obviously that would probably interfere a bit with the season if you're sort of players coming and going mid-season so it has been agreed by the FA to push it back I think it's unconfirmed as to yet when but mm. rumours of it being around opening around August and closing at the beginning of October what are your thoughts on that lads and how's that going to affect the sort of rest of the season playing out because potentially the even though the domestic season will be finished mm. the Champions League will be going on when the transfer window is open yeah that's true and I mean there's a lot of clubs almost getting their business done early. I mean, I know Chelsea are going crazy at the moment. Mm. Um, looks like they, they're getting Werner in as well, Chilwell and Havertz they're also in for. So, I mean, I think it, it will show what clubs actually have a transfer strategy. I mean, they can they can use this time now leading up to August to sort of get the deals sort of negotiated 
Um, obviously, Ed Woodward will just be useless and stay at home and have a few beers with the boys. But <laughs> Probably order the son to come out outside of the exactly, yeah. to watch the protest, which he made himself. He made himself. That's shocking. <laughs> I can't believe forgot that happened. That's a disgrace. But I mean... Not confirmed to have happened. Well, it was, in my opinion. The, the stats are there, man. The stats are there. I've, we went through that a few months ago. Listen back, boys. But I mean... <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. teams Fre- like- frequent they think it's all over. Listening, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's, it's so obvious. But yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting actually, especially with the Champions League. Obviously, the winners of that competition, as the transfer window opens, might as well be a big draw. So I mean, if PSG, for example, go on to win the Champions League, could they keep hold of the likes of Mbappe, etc.? Would their mm. prices go up, etc.? Um, it'd be really interesting to see how that that pays out. But I think it's the right decision to move the transfer window I think especially I think it's interesting we've already seen the rumours coming through obviously Chelsea doing getting a lot of their business mm. done United and Arsenal looking looking to get things done as well I've not seen a lot about City hiring what what have you got on the horizon do you think for players coming in um, I, I think we're definitely going to be needing a uh, centre back or two uh, any, any, anyone linked what's the what's the rumours um, I haven't seen that there's not a strong link to anyone in particular mm. it's um, quite concerning really because yeah. I mean you could be quickly falling off the pace if if these other clubs are you know bringing in getting deals done over June and July and getting ready to bring him in at the beginning of August yeah for sure I, I think the, the club are always uh, always scouting always monitoring the situation so I think I think they'll know what they'll be doing um I mean, obviously, I hope so because I've seen our defence this season has been shambolic. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm very excited to see what the the future does bring. Um, and I, th- but I think we'll probably be looking for different options. Obviously, depending on if players do decide to go, uh, say like if Sane decides to go, we'll probably want another winger. So we'll have to see. But also, obviously, it also depends on uh, who he decides to bring through the youth. If we do decide to bring through the youth, Hang anyway, on. <laughs> bring through players from the youth. No, that's not the city way. No, 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 no that's, that's, pep that, that's, 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 that's just a hope. That's that's what I want. But obviously, we'll have, we'll have to see what happens. You talk about defenders. You got likes of Garcia. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Gar- Garcia and, and Phil Foden are are still said to be big parts of uh, City's plans, and that's why they don't want to let them go. I think even Barcelona have been looking at uh, Garcia, but I don't think we want to get rid of him. So, uh, as as I don't want to, I think he's got abundance of talent. Uh, obviously, same with Foden. So. Keep hold of the good player, the good young players we have, and then if we need to fill in any gaps, then we can do. Could the sort of lack of a transfer strategy be partly down to the the idea of Pep leaving? Mm. Could he potentially not be putting the effort into the transfers because he himself might go if this ban is upheld? Uh, I disagree because it's not just down to Pep. I mean, it's down to Cheeky and um, and all of the City board as well that get these <laughs> the things City done. City group. Like. So <laughs> it's so I, I I disagree with that one. I think Pep will still be looking into the future and uh, knowing what he wants. He's. I think if obviously if we got two years of a Champions League ban, it would be quite tough to say that Pep will definitely stay. Uh, if it's less well, than, he won't. If, if it's less than that, then um, I, I think he'll probably wait it out. But it's hard to say. He seems very happy uh, with City. They they um, they're happy to give him what he want that he wants. So I, I think he wants to stay. He's very happy. It could also be that players just don't want to sign for you at the moment know it with the uncertainty around Champions League football mm. yeah, 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 could yeah be, potentially be. but we'll, we'll should hopefully find that out in the next few days yeah. so again I think some players are willing to not play say for a year I think two years is obviously difficult and I think players like Kevin De Bruyne could probably wait a year but I don't think they'll wait two no. and, and that's fair enough as well mm. I, I completely understand that he's a very players like Kevin De Bruyne um, Aguero's getting sort of more towards the end of his career but um, top top players always strive to win the best things and so I, I wouldn't begrudge players for leaving us if they wanted to say win the Champions League for example 
Mm, it's an interesting one. Hopefully we'll find out more over the next few days when the result of the uh, court hearing is released. Um, for those uh, listeners of They Think It's All Over who's been listening way back over the last few years, I think we did a few shows this time last year, actually, Hiren and I, talking about the Women's World Cup. Um, we reviewed women's football quite a lot around that sort of time. But we've not talked about it a lot on the show recently. But, Dorsey, I think you've been trying to keep up to date with what's going on and some news out of the WSL this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So they've decided to cancel um, the Women's Super League. So that means that Chelsea are champions. And quite funnily, in my opinion, that Liverpool got relegated, um, <laughs> which is always good to see. And no matter what competition, it's always nice to see Liverpool go down, isn't it? Um, obviously, you know, the women's game isn't haven't got the huge TV deals, etc. that the men's game does. So I think it was maybe it's quite a more straightforward decision to cancel the season. Um, but again, it is interesting that they have decided to gift the championship to Chelsea and get Liverpool relegated. Um, very interesting. Yeah, but I mean, we talked about, I think a few weeks ago, we were saying, you know, Liverpool fans obviously wanting men's games yeah. to carry on, the women's game to end. So, Well, that sums up Liverpool fans really, doesn't it? Um, but... Well, they've got, they haven't got half their wish, but no. obviously they're gonna they're gonna likely win the men's Premier League. So I think Liverpool fans won't be too too displeased with the news. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, of course, the other news that's sort of, I guess, a governmental matter at the moment is the sort of discussion around opening of hospitality services, and mm. I think that's basically code word for pubs, pubs, pints. <laughs> Get them open. Like. When when will the pubs and bars around the country open? Obviously, all this football coming back on Sky mm. Sports. And who has Sky Sports? The pubs. Yeah. It's a yeah, very, very interesting question, isn't it? And I think, Dawes, you obviously Twitter merchant yourself. <laughs> you can keep up to date with some rumours coming out of the cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So, um, about when pubs can be so, reopening. I mean, there's, there's a le- leaked source from mm. inside. Um, June 22nd is the... Uh, wow arranged date shall we say in inverted commas um, very early isn't it a couple of weeks away exactly um, but then that will be just beer gardens and there will be the bar will actually be closed itself so it'll be mm. sort of waitress service to your table um, I mean there's pubs and bath have got screens outside you know I mean come on watching the Premier League yeah get down a lamb and lion <laughs> exactly yeah. screens in the beer garden I, th- there, I, th- there? I think it, it works cork too well. well cork yeah um, screen a big screen out there brew house projector yeah got the projector also, I mean it just makes sense doesn't it I mean obviously mm-hmm. Boris loves getting the cash into the economy he's always talking about the economy and all this nonsense but <laughs> putting, putting lives at risk for the money but I think if it happens I mean the queues would be outrageous. Um, there is a rumour that there's a two-pint limit per person. Would you be down there first doors? I know you're very an- <laughs> anti-Boris. But... Oh, it's it's too tempting. I, I I think I'd stay away the first three or four days. Yeah. Because, I mean, those that will just be outrageous. Um, but then, you know, I mean, you're not, if it's like United City in the pub with a pint, you can't really say no to that. It sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> I think obviously got to see see how the safety is, but I, I think the key is they won't release like, open places mm. until it is safe to do so, uh, to some extent. Whether say you'll have to wear masks and stuff is one of those things. Um, but I know on public transport, very soon you have to it's mandatory to wear yeah. masks. So it would be um, interesting to see if they manage to space it out well. Obviously, I see why they're doing it in beer gardens because it's easier to do so in those environments. But as a uh, I mean, yeah, for football fans, uh, I think some of them be quite looking forward to it. <laughs> mm. And then, um, of course, we, we talked all about the Premier League so far, but looking further around Europe, we've had the Bundesliga back over the last couple of weeks. Mm. La Liga returning very soon, I think, this weekend, Doors. Yes, I mean, the first fixture's 
Thursday night. Um, wow, just two days away. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, there's some big fixtures coming up as well. Obviously, I think the, the standout for me is Bilbao against Atletico Madrid on, on the Saturday evening. But also Mallorca against Barca. Seeing Messi play again. I mean, it's going to... I'm, I'm going to be a mess watching him play. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. And then Madrid against Bar as well. Uh, Real, that is, on the Sunday. But I think in the next... 24 days after they kick off there's going to be a game every day or something silly like that and as yep. I said last week it's all on Sky so. yeah Bundesliga Premier League <laughs> La Liga Syria coming back soon as well joke we're going to be well, just in front of the TV from 12 till 10 every day right? <laughs> I mean sounds good to me get the points in but yeah very very exciting to yeah. watch finally watch the best player of all time play football once again and then Bundesliga roundup how, how did your team see this this week boys I think Schalke for me the first <laughs> you actually first scored points, <laughs> first <laughs> points since lockdown so. you actually scored a goal yeah ridiculous it was a good goal as well to be fair. Very good goal. I think that's our sixth goal in 2020 <laughs> oh my oh, goodness wow. that's terrible um, obviously it was me versus Rod on the Friday night kickoff and Rod unfortunately took the W watching Badberg versus Freiburg yeah, yeah. I mean, we were all over them for 45 minutes. I say, minutes. Back. We were all over, game, we should yeah. have been 4 or 5 nil up. We bottled chance after chance. They saw a jammy goal. We get a man sent off and that's all she wrote. I mean, we've been in great form, I think, personally, at the moment. Like, you know, we got we got the win there. Got the draw against Leipzig. Yeah. Mm. Who are crumbling for yeah, me. They, they are they, crumbling. Leipzig falling by, yeah. I mean, Werner's head's already in London. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, he's, he's very... Sw- it looks like it's almost inevitable that he's going to be switching... For the blue of mm. Chelsea, sadly. Mm-hmm. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, because that I think he'd be he's going to be absolutely top for them if they sign him. I mean, forty nine million pounds is the rumored fee. That's all buyout clauses. I mean, that's outrageous if you if you yeah. get that in. in that today's sort of, market with yeah with for that kind of talent. I mean, that's cheaper than cheaper than John Stones. Like, that's <laughs> terrible thinking about, isn't and it? And Mangala. How, I mean, did, how did Cologne do, Hiron? Uh We got unfortunately got a draw, but we did we did score in the. Um, you were lucky to get a draw. We, I think, I, and no, in, in fairness, we probably were. We weren't brilliant. Um, I, I, I think it was quite an even game, but in terms of some of the decisions that uh, we were probably fortunate to get. Uh, oh, just, I mean, they conceded the one penalty. We conceded two penalties. The, conceded the, more. Conceded <laughs> the one penalty, but we did. Uh, we did save it with a brilliant save by the goalkeeper. I mean, he, 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 he yeah. yeah, hit it at pace and um, j- just got it out, which is very good. I mean, that was after he he conceded it in the first place, but <laughs> very good shot stopper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, scored a goal. I think it was on counter attack. No, yeah, counter attack towards the end of the game. But then I was like, okay, just hold hold on. Then we can get the uh, get the win. Obviously, commentators curse you. Ninety uh, second minute. Or something yeah, like it, it was awful. Yeah. Um, I mean, a draw is not too bad, but obviously you want to get the win in those circumstances and to carry on like decent form that we've been mm, in. Yeah. Uh, I haven't lost a game in quite a few games now, so it'd be good to carry it on. Yeah. But. Of course, the headline fixture this weekend was the Bayern Munich versus Bayern mm. Leverkusen. It's a big, very, big match. very good match as well. I mean, Leverkusen took the lead, but then Bayern's class just showed and ended up winning 4-2. And it's now Lewandowski's greatest ever scoring season for Bayern Munich. He is now their second top goal scorer behind, obviously, the great good Muller. Wow. I mean, he's miles behind him, but yeah. I mean, I just want to, just a little ask this question. Is he the best striker of our generation, do you think, boys? He's got to be right up there. I think he could be. I think he's definitely, for me, top striker in the world at the moment. Yeah. And, yeah, I think I think he could, he potentially, he, I think he sort of lacks that kind of true performance outside of um, the the Bundesliga. Mm. Like, he has shined in the Champions League at times, but 
Yeah, scoring against four, four against Real Madrid yeah. a few years ago. Be good to see him do it in the Premier League. I think. Yeah, oh. love to see I mean, it. we've been ruined with him for ten years. Um, <laughs> United, United really yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's very yeah. true. It's very true. But yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Um, absolutely phenomenal player, and he might come up again later in the show. That's what I'll say. Yeah, looking forward yeah. to the yeah. the Dorsey challenge a little bit later yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. On to the next part of the show then. Dorsey's got some new start one, bench one, sell one for us this week. And we're actually joined by a special guest this week as well. Uh, Matt Mustill, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing, mate? Hello, boys. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, how are we? Good to have you on, mate. I'm glad to... I think this is your first appearance on They Think It's All Over, is it? Or have you been on, on a phone-in phone before, I think? Yeah. Uh, I phoned in once. First time on the... Uh, on the I think It's All Corona been on the been on the original yeah on the on the original obviously they think it's all corona what we like to call yeah. it while we're stuck in lockdown uh but yeah dorsey what have you got for us this week yeah so, so we'll do the first one here so premier league wingers is the is the theme so we've got hung min son anthony martial and raheem sterling hmm. should we start off with you scott uh, well, I'm going to go to Sterling as uh, <laughs> as my start. Uh, you boys can disagree if you want. Uh, I think his consistency for over the course of, of many years, since even when he was at Liverpool, uh, I grant he's had some seasons where he struggled a little bit, but I think his assist and goal numbers don't lie. Uh, for a winger, I think he's been brilliant. Uh, I think his game's developed in the last few years, so I think he has to start for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Son of Martial. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. I think I think Son's got a bit more of an X Factor for me than Martial and has shown it more. You love X Factor. So <laughs> for me, I'm going to have to put Son on the bench. And uh, it's grim. I do like Martial, mm-hmm. uh, but I think his consistency is just not good enough. So I'm, I'm <laughs> going to put him on the bench. Uh, so sell him off, sorry. Sell him off. Fair yeah, enough. Sorry. Man. I mean, yeah, fair enough. What, what are your thoughts, Rod? I think, I think, I think for me, Martial has to go as well. Oh, no. I think personally, he's just not being consistent enough. Well, and then I think I'm probably going to have to start Son because I just think that Sterling has recently, he has been awful. He has been truly awful recently. I mean, but he did, he had, he's had, I'd say, a higher peak than Son has. But I think Son has been more consistent and has played in a much worse side and, mm. and shone there. Yeah, I like that, Rod. I think I'm going to agree with that as well. I think I think Son's class. Yeah. I think I think he's a really, really good player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sterling is just, yeah, you know, he's just been very poor lately. I've not, I've not seen it enough from him. Yeah, he's not, he's not been good. He's not been too good uh, this season, particularly the latter half. Well, since probably November this season, he's, I don't know what's happened. I think him. similarly with Rashford, like he came in all guns blazing. You know, sorry, not Rashford, Martial. Yeah. You know, um, welcome to Manchester United, Anthony Martial, the commentary line. Yeah, uh, yeah. But. I've not, not seen enough for him lately. Uh, and and I, what I was going to say was, I, I rate Rashford ahead of him at the moment. I think oh, okay. he's, he's a much better player. He is. Like, especially, you know, on your recent form, mm. like towards just before the season got cancelled, you know, Rashford was really starting to bang them in for you. But Martial, he just, he's so like hot and cold. Like, he just... <laughs> Oh, fair play, boys. Fair play, boys. Muscle, obviously, as a United fan, I'm sure you'll disagree. (laughs) Uh, I do disagree. Um, The only thing I'm going to say is uh, Martial's obviously more of a number nine now, so it makes it a bit interesting. I think he's better uh, as a striker. Uh, However, for me, Son's gone. Might be a bit controversial, (laughs) but um, as good a player he is, good player he is, he's been sent off more than any other player in the last two years, I think. He's got four red cards. Oh, yeah, that's very true. I can't. 
Um, as good as he is, he's gone for me just on that basis. And between Sterling and Martial, I mean, as we've as you've boys, boys have just touched upon, Sterling has a, had a great start, had a great year last year, but recently I just, there's almost been no point in him being in the team. He hasn't added anything. <laughs> nah, he's uh, been useless. So a bit biased, but yeah, Martial starts for me. Sterling's on the bench, and Son's gone. <laughs> completely different orders yeah I'm, and I'm going to change it again um, Sterling's gone in my opinion oh, he is no. for me I've, I've said it for Deary weeks on this me. show that he can't actually play football that is that is just ignorant that is ignorant <laughs> I mean I disagree that being ignorant <laughs> I, think I generally don't rate the guy I honestly do not rate <laughs> the guy I think that's an ignorant statement given how well he's done over the course of the years uh, and at Liverpool, even at Liverpool T- take away his pace well. and take away De Bruyne and what is he no but he can Lee pass, two, he, can, Lee he, can pass he can dribble he can <laughs> no, score goals no. and he can like cross them in as well I, I think I, I think you're basing it on I'm, Bath I'm Bourne, not, which he's been in nope. recently but I think that's an ignorant I've said it for years that I, I really don't rate Sterling um, so he's gone for me um, I think at the moment I would probably start Son um, and then Martial on the bench Martial I think has the more potential but as I think he's you know quite a bit hit and miss but I think recently he's starting to really show what he can do but I, I really like Son really like Son as a player so I think he'll have to start for me with Sterling being binned off disgrace but you can have your opinion that's fine but mm, it's very controversial one though, yeah, yeah it's off to, a, off to a good start boys um, so the second one I've got here is so we've got Danny Alves Philip Lahm and Cafu oh no <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about peak peak yeah here? this is yeah. at their peak okay, who would you yeah. have got to clarify that yeah, yeah, yeah at their peak who would you have oh god no you can't do this I think, unfortunately, Alves is at my club. Oh, he's gone immediately. He's, he's gone straight he's away. The, is he not the most decorated player he is, ever? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's been. He's played some great sides, but yeah. I think individually, the other the other two are shining lights for me. Oh, at their peak, I suppose if we're talking at their peak, I, I see. I mean, in terms of longevity and who I would have mm. at a club, I would. I would be going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. At their peak. <sighs> I, I think Lam is my first choice. Oh, and then and then Kafu is in on the bench. Wow. Oh, no. I think Lam, his, his leadership qualities and his quality at the top of the game for such a long period of time, it, it puts him ahead of Cafu just about for wow. me. But I mean, you talk about being decorated and Cafu's won two World Cups, has he? Yeah, he has. <laughs> you know, so you don't think get much more decorated than that. No. I think for me, it has to be, like, like you said with Cafu, I think he's just been a star for Brazil. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think he probably does start for me mm-hmm. but I think I have to have I have to have Alves on the bench just he, he was simply incredible for yeah. Barcelona and also for Brazil as mm-hmm. well um, and even when he's he's gone elsewhere like even like, I know PSG like France isn't the greatest league in the world but even at 34 35 uh, still, still a job, star right? in that yeah. player mm-hmm. uh, in that um, league sorry yeah. so mm-hmm. I have to put Danny Alves there unfortunately for Lam, who is top class yeah. I'm a leader. I, I just, uh, Dan, Alves has to be ahead for me. So I have to. I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Scott. I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the last one he called me a disgrace, but I will agree <laughs> with you on this one. Cafu, um, <laughs> for me, probably the best right back ever. Um, yeah, well, this record speaks for itself. He's part of that ridiculous AC Milan squad as well as that Brazil team, and Danny Alves. I mean, some of his passes were 
outrageous. Joke. His link up with Messi. His, uh, oh my god. Joy to watch. Joy to watch. So I think yeah, Cafu stars. I think it comes down a lot to the team he played in, though. You know, I think. I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean, Lam didn't exactly. didn't exactly play for some. Bums, no, you know, I know. Obviously, he's yeah, a Bayern. Yeah. They I think a big anyway. part of Alves' success came with the players he was with. You know, I mean, you said that about quite a lot of those Barca boys. To be fair, yeah. but I still think he stood out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's why he'd be on my bench. What about you, then, Rod? I hate you for making me pick this. <laughs> this is this is honestly one of the the ones. Rod's always out of his bum. Yeah, I love this. this. I love it. <laughs> These are awful. I think. I think mid may, may have persuaded me that I think Alves may have to go. Oh, I think very good choice, Rod. Very good choice. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, like his link-up play with Messi was probably one of the greatest, one of the best defensive mm-hmm. to attack partnerships ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was he was partnered with Messi. It was Messi. <laughs> you know, it's a good point. Like, and I couldn't, I can't get rid of Lam, and I can't get rid of Cafu. Like Lam. You know, there, there was that, mm. that period where he went through like nearly a year without fouling someone yeah, as, a, yeah. as a defender. Who yeah. yeah. starting then, Rod? Cafu. I think yeah. it has to be Cafu. He's got it. He's probably, as you said, probably best right back of all time. Yeah. Like, and then Lam's probably second. Fair enough, mate. How, like, how about you then, Mustill, mate? This this is horrible. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Yeah, welcome um, to the podcast, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like sort of growing up through football for us, not anyway, our age, it's sort of been like Lam and Alves sort of dominated that right back spot for years. Um, but then, like, like you touched upon, Cafu is just ridiculously good. So, as much as it pains me to say, because I love him, I think he's a brilliant player. I think Lam's gone mm. for me, which is tough, really tough. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Alves, just for, like you said, maps. The best, probably the best right side of the attack in the history of football with him and Messi. Yeah. Granted, he has got Messi, but you know, um, and then Cafu, Cafu's on the bench for me. I, I mean, part of this is I haven't seen, I haven't seen as much as him as I have Alves. I'm going on a lot of sort of, you know, what is what is said about him rather than mm. me. Yeah, usually, usually higher so, you saying that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really watch football until 2011. Yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. 2015, man. 2015. <laughs> Fair, fair play, mate. Very, very interesting choices there, boys. Yeah, um, I don't think I don't think it gets any easier as well. With the oh, last no, no, no. Um, so we've got Dennis Bergkamp, <laughs> Kaka, and Eric Cantona. Oh, doors, you can't no, do this. No. I think this is the hardest week, boys. I I wanted to make it hard this week. Oh, the first one was like was was fair. The se- the second one was just awful. <laughs> You're in trouble, Rod. And this is just awful. <laughs> I mean, the Seydorf one last week was a joke. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. Do that. My remote, who's this again? I forgot. So Cantona, Cantona, Bergkamp, and Kaka. Kaka. And we're talking about peak again. Yeah, yeah, the peak. Well, I think Kaka wins it for me then. Mm. Yeah, I think. I think Kaka, Kaka, <laughs> in the early two thousands was. He was the sort of the messy of that generation. Really, he's unbelievable. You know? He was untouchable. He won. Did he win one band or two? One. He won, just won. Won one. I think he could could have won more for me. Mm. You know, he, he was up there. For that sort of you know 2003-2004 period up to 2006, you know, he was I mean, he won it in 07, the Ballon d'Or. So was yeah. it really? Yeah, wow, yeah. So quite late on. Yeah, I think um, I think he was one of the greatest players of that early 2000 mm-hmm. generation, and he takes that starting berth for me. I think unfortunately for Bergkamp, he's got to go. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> very difficult because I think he's technically a better player than Cantona, but Cantona brings you that little bit of spice on the right. pitch, you know, might yeah. kick a fan or two. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, he gets sent off, do this, do that, but on his day, he's a joke. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Fair uh, I just remember that goal, that goal he scored in that celebration. The, oh, yeah. What was that, a free, yeah, a free kick or something? Uh, or? What, the one where he dribbled past few and then chipped the keeper. And oh, that's that one, yeah. And did up his collar. Yeah, I love yeah, when yeah, he did his collar. Yeah, it's the arrogance. It's just arrogant. So, so iconic for me. And I think I've got to go in the same order as uh, on modern this basis, I think. It's, it's, it's a shame on Bergkamp. <laughs> Rod's shaking his head. Bergkamp's class. He was class, especially after that that commentator went mental as well. But... I mean, it's but, against Newcastle, the goal. Yeah. Which was oh, best, yeah. one of the best Premier League voted, goals of all time. Yeah. The best. The best, really. The most recent, I mean, yeah, recent, it's hard recent to polls. discount yeah. that, really. I can't get rid of Bergkamp. I, I literally, I, I, like, as an Arsenal fan, you just can't disrespect him like that. You know? <laughs> disrespect <laughs> him. Like, honest... I mean, we were talking about Cantor on Kaká. I was if it's, you know, Tony Pulis were considering it. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to be in golf. Yeah. <laughs> Three but, to one, wasn't it? So, yeah, I think, unfortunately, Cantona has to go. Oh. Like, which, okay. which is, oh, which hurts. No. But, <laughs> Muscles are happy with that. But I can't get rid of Bergkamp and I can't get rid of Kaká. So who are you starting then? I think I have to start Kaka. Mm. Like you know, I've kept Bergkamp in with, with my heart, but my head has to rule and put Kaka first. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Very good yeah. I rate that. I rate yeah, that. Very I good do rate that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Like you know, <sighs> we, we've touched on we've touched on how just how phenomenal Kaka was, and I think enough has been said about how yeah. good he was. That season alone in 07, he was unbelievable. Yeah. Tore us to pieces in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, Last win of, of the Ballador before obviously uh, the two dominant men yeah. came came in. Of course, so. yeah, of course. Last of it, last of a generation. Yeah. Last. What are you thinking then, Mustil? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, I'm going to be a bit inconsistent here because I got rid of Son earlier for his uh, his what um, red cards and his um, temperament. But for me, Cantona has the sort of same temperament, but he's the king, so he's in. Um, I'm going to try to take bias out of it though. Um, because I think I was quite biased with the Marshall answer looking back. <laughs> so I think Cantona's benched for me. Cantona's benched, as good as he is. But as I mentioned with Alves and Lam growing up, Kaka was the, the main man, like cover of FIFA before Messi and Ronaldo came. Uh, so. <laughs> cover of FIFA. You know he's good when he's cover of FIFA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In his prime, Kaka was just unbelievable. Um, and him and Cantona can both play away games in Europe. Burkamp's scared of flying, so he's gone. That is actually a very good point. Very good point. I think, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that as well. Kakao at the top, Cantor on the bench, and then Dennis has got to go, Rod, I'm afraid, even though... A lot of agreement on that one in the end. Yeah, I was going to say, is Rod the outlier? Yeah, I'm, I mean, Arsenal merchant over there, but... I can't do it to him. I just can't. Fear like... news, boys, that was... That was that was a tough one. Yeah, so really, you did yeah. very well. Yeah, good work this week, Dawes. Yeah, yeah, I very much hate you for making me pick those. I hate you. Cheers, mate. I, I, I want to make it even worse next week just for Rod. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. As long as you don't pick players from the 80s and 90s, Hiron will be all right. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. doesn't know who Sadoff is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Belgian town, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could some um, sort of beer. Type of beer. You yeah, love that. That's a Czech Pilsner, isn't it? Yeah, Czech Victoria Pilsner. Victoria Pilsner, yeah. Right, so of course, you know, every week I love to do a best 11 challenge, the Dorsey challenge as it's known. Mm. And I think this week we've gone for something quite interesting. So I've noticed that we haven't really done any recent sort of 11s or like current players 11. So I've decided to do best 11 using only one player from each of the 11 richest uh, clubs in the world. So we've got 
Barcelona, Real Madrid, United, Bayern, City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs, Juventus and PSG. A lot of interest with this. Obviously, could go with a number of players for each of those teams. So how we'll start with Scott, because I think I'm most excited to find out what yours is. Oh, okay, yeah, it's, okay. It's difficult, this one, I think. So, it's a tough one. It's a tough I mean, one. obviously, United are awful, so... Yeah. Disagree. Very, very Spurs and Arsenal are the ones that are shambles. <laughs> Come on. Spurs is the worst one. And, and Chelsea's not great. Yeah, yeah. So I think you boys had a lot of rumours of what my goalkeeper was going to be. and I think Don't be you, Edison. I think you all thought it was going to be Edison. Oh, God. It's actually going to be uh, Chesney at Juventus. Oh, oh no! Who, 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 who I think oh, in, re- in, 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 the la- in the last two, two, um, two years or so, two or three years at Juventus, if we talk about players right now, mm-hmm. I think he's been top class recently. He's um, a I'd say in that group of teams, there's probably not many keepers better than Dan Chesney, in mm. my opinion. Um, and I, I don't rate the Reese at all. Um, I absolutely does, 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 him, does mean no Ronaldo, of course. Means no Ronaldo, I, but he is um, sort of near twilight of his career. Yeah, and, I, yeah. and I think there, there are other players I could pick there. It's, it's all about thinking where you can pick players elsewhere. And I think Chesney, for me, was a good, is yeah, a good goalkeeper. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> much to the dislike of some. But, <laughs> uh, then for left back, I had to go for Robertson. I think uh, very. he's been very consistent for Liverpool the last sort of two years or so. Uh, I can't good stand things. Robertson. It's such a hiring team already, Yeah, I can't like. stand yeah. Robertson. <laughs> I, 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 I think, is, I think I've got a good team, personally. Yeah, and I think he's been very good for Liverpool. Um, <laughs> what's that? Robertson's a nit. I think he's done a good job and um, I, th- I think he's very much up there with the Anfield faithful so I, I had to go for him. Uh, I think Dorsal probably approved my right back, uh, Aaron Wambasaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's been very good since his move to United to be fair to him. Um, probably been one of the one of the better, be- well, best right backs in the league. Mm-hmm. So um, I had, had to put yeah. Wambasaka in wow. there for me for attack and, and defence. Uh, then a centre-back partnership of Ramos. I think Ramos had to be in there for me for his leadership, his longevity. Yeah, yeah. One, one of those players fact, that yeah, I had I just had to put in there. Yeah. Uh, along with Pavard as well for um, for Bayern. That's interesting, that. Done from Bayern? Yeah, wow. yeah. Really? The shortest better players in wow. Bayern. I know. In, t- in, terms of wow. cent- in terms of a centre-back, wow. you can get a good job done. Did a great job of France. <sighs> and Alaba or Alfonso Davies. I think Boateng's not been there recently. I think in current form, I think Pavard... Fair I enough, think mate. deserves to be in my team for me. Uh, very great, surprising. Great with France, being up there as one of the I'll top centre-backs. Centre well, yeah, very interesting. Fair enough, so man. I think he deserves to be in yeah. there for me. Uh, then we've gone to, like, I love 4-3-3 sometimes, so I've gone for that this this week. Yeah, then it comes to the Premier League, <laughs> uh, but not restricted to that uh, this time. And we've gone for uh, Conte in the uh, CDM role. Just, yeah. I, I think everyone agrees that he speaks for himself in terms of what he does, in yeah, terms of, of his coverage, uh, thanks, Stevie. Uh, <laughs> um, his um, ability to like to tackle when you need him to, and it, even just distributing the, the ball and making the game look so easy. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've had to go for him. De Bruyne obviously had to be in there for me, a little bit ahead of him, uh, for his good balance of attack and defence. Uh, and I've actually gone for Son in the attacking area of the midfield. Oh, okay. So not not on, on the wing wow. per se. Uh, but I thought it'd be good sort of nearer to behind the striker because he has got an eye for goal as well Okay. Uh, so I thought some would fit in there for me too Yeah. so that leaves my front three which I think is world class 
of uh, Mbappe on the left, yeah, uh, Messi on the right, and Aubameyang in the middle. Ooh. I think there's abundance of goals in there. Uh, both Mbappe and Messi being able to cut inside on on their uh, respective uh, wings. And Aubameyang, as uh, Rod will certainly know, is capable of scoring many goals and um, some class ones at that. So I think wow. the balance between the attack and defence, I think, works really well for me. So I had to go for this team. Very interesting team, mate. Very, very interesting. Um, you've got none of my back five, which is interesting. Wow, I, I, I'm surprised I, that I, one. I agree a lot with higher in the midfield and attack, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the back, back five is was very surprising. Questionable, questionable, I, think. I, I think there's some good names in there. Yeah, yeah. It's a good squad, mate. Good yeah, squad. Yeah. Should we move on to yours then, Rod? Yeah, so... Here's a notepad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just works, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> if, if it's not broken, you don't change it. No, you don't at all. So, obviously, as Scott said, I do love Aubameyang. But the problem as an Arsenal fan is looking critically at our squad, the only sort of truly top players we've got are Aubameyang and Leno. And oh, Leno's not top player. <laughs> he is. No, I, just, I disagree not. with that. He's I think, a good keeper. He's, I think Leno's one, one, of, the, keeper, I think he's one of the best keepers in the league at the moment. Oh, Honestly, like if you look at actually look at the defence that's in front of him, like and some of the <laughs> saves he produces week in week out, like we he's he's been so vital to us this season. Like to me, he the, picking him over a Bemiang was sort of it was hard because, mm. of, but I needed a keeper. Yeah, yeah for, you need so, a keeper, and there's a lot of options in attack, really. Yeah, so. that, that's the thing. There is such an abundance of attack. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah but Bemiang's definitely worlds ahead of him in terms of his position, but. Uh, but fair, fair I, and I fair disagree with worlds or what? I don't think it's worlds. I, I, I think so. I think Aubameyang's top top class. I think you put Aubameyang in maybe like top ten strikers in the world, and then Leno in what maybe top fifteen keepers, like not worlds away. Mm, maybe top twenty. I don't know. Must still like, worlds. Like if you look, yeah. if you look just bases, across mate. the Premier League, you know he's better than the Reese. He's better than Kepa. He's better than Edison. I'm obviously going to disagree with that, but yeah, like um, I think I think everyone here will agree with me that Leno's better than Edison. I mean, that's obvious. I, 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 I think that may, yeah. maybe maybe this year potentially, but I think Edison over the course of a few seasons will be better. But anyway, this isn't Edison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then a left back I went for Afonso Davies, who you know we've been watching a lot of Bundesliga recently. Almost signed for Swans a few years ago. Classic. He, he's he's showing himself to be you know probably one of the quick the quickest player in world football at the moment, mm. and some of that defensive coverage he's offering is incredible. Mm-hmm. I then went for Van Dijk at centre back. You know you don't need to really talk about Van Dijk. <laughs> uh, Ramos again, you know leadership goals when you need them. Incredible centre back for many years, and then Wamba Saka at right back. Because mm-hmm. again, looking at looking at United's squad, it was really De Gea or Wan Bissaka. No, them. there's one more boy that you could have. Br- Bernardo Fernandes, he hasn't done it for long enough. Bernardo Fernandes has been three. Another games, boy after that, that I'm thinking of. Boys. Pogba. I'm, I'm going to say quiet yeah, yeah. until my team is announced. And then we move on to sort of my. It's a, it's a bit of a four four two with with wingers. Um, so I've got Son on left wing, mm-hmm. and then midfield partnership of De Bruyne and Kante. You know, Kante won the league back to back with two mm-hmm. different clubs. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. And then Lionel Messi. Like he, ha- I think he has to be there. And yeah. then I've got sort of Ronaldo and Mbappe as two strikers up front, centre forwards. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's not bad, it's not bad. Um, obviously, as Hiram mentioned earlier, Ronaldo sort of reaching the end of his twilight years. Um, but he's still phenomenal, but, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, if he gets good service, he'll score a goal every 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 five minutes. So but I think... He's got good service with Messi, to be fair. Yeah, he's our and best back in the world. And De Bruyne. Yeah, it's, it's a very good team, Rod. Fair play. Very nice, very nice. How, how about how about you then, Muscle? Should we go to you? Uh, yeah. Okay, so I was also uh, between Lloris and Leno. 
Um, basically, it was it was, was Larissa Leno and a Bamyang Son. Uh, so I've gone for I've gone for Larissa in goal. Oh, uh, I agree with what, what oh, don't give don't give me this <laughs> right. I agree with what with what Roger said. Um, Leno, I think, has is a good keeper. I think he's just very consistent, he's very German. He's just efficient. Um, but Larissa, at the end of the day, he's a World Cup winning captain. He also made a calamity I mean, in the final. So is Fabian Barthez, mate. <laughs> Yeah, still one. No, I, 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 you know, he's not the best keeper, but whatever Spurs yeah, players can I get in, really, there's not a lot of options. So, plus with this back four in front of him, he's not going to have to do a lot. Um, the left back, I've got Alex Sandro from Juventus. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, thinking, a good uh, very popular yeah. shout. Just a bit of a rogue shout. Um, I didn't want to, didn't want to use Robertson because I've uh, got some other Liverpool players. Well, one Liverpool player I think's uh, more important. So I've stuck him at left back. He's he's just been consistent for the last five six years down at left back. Uh, at the back with him, we've got Van Dyke again. Like Rod said, speaks for himself. Um, probably the best centre back in world football at the moment. And then partnering him, I've put Ramos, but equally Varane there for me would be fine. So either or with them, but I'll go Ramos just for leadership. Right back, and this uh, this was tough. I was between Wan Bissaka, but I've gone for Kimmich. I've got Joshua Kimmich. He's in the mid now, but he's done it right back before he got that spot. So I've stuck him there. And I've gone for a 4-3-3 like Hyron. Uh, and I've also got N'Golo Kante in the Hollywood uh, field. Right. Regular feature so far mm-hmm. in Kante. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, there's not many Chelsea players at the mint. Like, maybe if Hazard was still there, but I can't think of any of the other Chelsea players I'd want in this team, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure Mid's no, going to have something soon. <laughs> um, and then in front of him, I've got De Bruyne. Um, again, you know, you can't, you, I don't think you can argue too much of that. He's, this year, he's just been incredible. And next to him, I've got Paul Pogba. Yeah. Uh, which is the reason Wam Saka hasn't made it. Uh, I, was, I was close to putting Bruno, but I think Pogba just gives you a bit of all-round all more. You can go a bit deeper, when a, few, a bit of physicality in that midfield as well. And then uh, my front three, Messi on the right wing. I mean, I think he's going to, should be in it all our yeah. team anyway. Make any team the best team in the world, he's that good. Uh, left wing, I've gone for a Bamiyang. Like I said, seeing him and Son. But I think a Bamiyang, just uh, without him, Arsenal could would be in deep trouble this year. <laughs> I think they, they, they could be, you know, relegation scrap without him this year. That, that's, he's got, what, 17 goals? Yeah. I reckon, he, I reckon he's got 15 points or something ridiculous this year. He's he's saved. So him on the left wing and then Mbappe up top. Can't. So very quick front three there. I mean, I'd probably swap Mbappe and Aubameyang's positions, but yeah, I I think it's a really good team, must still. Oh, yeah, either or, they, you know. Yeah, yeah, they can, they can always switch around and stuff. So I think that's a really good team, that really really attacking yeah, yeah. as well. Right, let's go on to oh, yours. Yeah, let's go on to yours then, mid, mate. <laughs> I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing for your Chelsea player, mate. I'm buzzing. You always get excited by my team every week. Because I know there's going to be rogue ones in there. So I've gone with the Rod choice at the back. I think he's, he's been a regular feature here. Burnt, Burnt Leno in goal. <laughs> I think, yeah, you, you meant the main reasons you look at Arsenal and you've got a choice between Aubameyang and Leno, really. They're just kind of good players in their position and there's just too many other options for Aubameyang's position. So... Go for Leno in goal. Uh, right back, agreed with what's been said so far. Wan Bissaka sits there, and also the partnership of Ramos and Van Dijk that uh, Rod has as well. Uh, very, very popular so far. Left back, I don't think anyone's picked this player so far. Actually, from Spurs, gone for Ben Davis. 
Uh, I think that's a player who I've admired over a number of years. Obviously, I first uh, noticed him on the scene in the Swans on the 23s in around 2010. Um, <laughs> I've been sort of tracking his progress through, obviously, for the Welsh national side and for Spurs as he's gone on there. And I think he's, you know, still one of, one of the best left backs in the league right now and, uh, and has got a lot of potential to go on and do even better things than, than he has uh, so far. So a little bit of a rogue choice in that. Uh, saying, that muscle, muscle doesn't look very happy with that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, mid, midfield three was quite difficult, I found. Um, I actually picked someone that Muscle picked, but in, in the different position. I've gone for uh, Joshua Kimmich. Yeah. Uh, I think he's doing an incredible job there for uh, Bayern Munich at the moment. Um, not only defensively, but he's also often a threat going forward. I think he scored a wonderful goal. I think it was against Dortmund, actually, the couple of weeks back uh, when we, we were watching it. And um, he's a real threat there, and I, I think could go on and, and become a sort of anchor role mm. within that buying side, as we saw Philip Lam do yeah. from his move from right back in, into centre mid. Um, and well, I think Bayern it certainly helps Bayern to that sort of favourite spot for the Champions League this season. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see what comes of that. Um, my Chelsea player, I've actually gone for Mateo Kovacic in, in the midfield. Wow. I think, um, yeah, while Kante obviously offers that uh, defensive cover, um, he obviously did it with Leicester and Chelsea. I think over the last year especially, mm. Kovacic has come in and offered more of a dynamic role within that midfield. Uh, I think Frank Lampard like, likes to use him as a sort of box-to-box mm. player. Uh, he can he can pass the ball, he can shoot, he can head, he can tackle, you know, a real jack-of-all-trades. Um, and I think he's really revolutionised that Chelsea mm. side since, since coming in and has worked well alongside Kante to uh, to get the business done. I'd agree with that, definitely. Um, and then my final player in my midfield three, it actually goes to someone from Juventus, uh, Aaron Ramsey. Um, I think, <laughs> oh obviously, I mean, <laughs> an incredible player over the years. Oh. Incredible player <laughs> over the years me. for Arsenal and, and unfortunately, Cardiff. Um, <laughs> but of, Cardiff of, of course, Wales as well. And I think um, his, his, <laughs> his talent to go into that Juventus side, which is full of, you know, big names like of Ronaldo, Dybala, um, and has still have an impact. I think mm. that puts him right up there in the, sort of the top midfielders in the world right now. You know, he's he's unplayable at, at, at the best of times and very difficult to get the ball off. And is one of those sorts of players that can turn defence into attack in an instant with a, a cutting pass mm. uh, and very difficult to play against. Um, wow. And then my front three, um, I kind of... Uh, t- tells itself really I think uh, the interesting one is my, my strike obviously you notice the lack of Kevin De Bruyne mm. in, in my midfield um, so that puts Aguero up top oh, uh, I, originally originally I had um, De, De Bruyne in there instead of Ramsey and then, and then Dybala up top but I felt there was a little bit of imbalance I needed an out and out centre forward you know and I think mm. um, that De Bruyne uh, sorry that Aguero offers that as my, my target man, if you like. Mm. And then either side of him, I got uh, Mbappe and Messi, which have been <laughs> obvious choices so far. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't think... Have they not made anyone's team? I think they've been in everyone's team so far. I mean, Mbappe might not be in mine. Oh, he's scratching <laughs> oh, his God. neck. Yeah. Yeah. Name oh, him. No, 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 no. Don't you dare name him. I've not got a name already. I had a name already until about half hour. Have you got from PSG? Oh, it's a very interesting choice, boys. It's a very interesting choice. He's got my Navas in No, no, no. Fair play to him, Mod. That was a very nice team. Some explanations he had to make there, but it did just avoid. Love the Welsh boys as well. Yeah, you got to get a bit of Welsh flair in there. Actually, one of the best teams in the world right now. So, you've got to include them. Better than England, anyway. Oh, 100%. Oh, God. Because I'm saying that. Oh, me. Oh, no, come on. 
Don't invite me on and start that. Come on. I'm not the biggest fan of Ben Davies at left back, but it's better no. than the recent goal. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful, my still. Oh, no, no. He's, he's won a World Cup. He captained a World Cup. Oh, no, 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 no. He was so awful. Was he, he almost <laughs> lost in the World Cup. But... So, <laughs> Mustafi has a World yeah. Cup winner's medal. <laughs> Mustafi. Yeah, that's terrible. What have you got for us, Dawes? Right, so it's a common, common theme. When I went with Leno, I thought not many boys will have him, but yeah, I've, got, I've gone for Leno in goal. I think he's actually been very good for Arsenal this season. And he's been more class, man. Of course, who else are you going to take from Arsenal? You know, useless really, but... <laughs> you're a United fan. <laughs> Mate, you're in yeah. ninth. You're in ninth. <laughs> Game in hand, man. So my, my right back is where I've got my PSG player and I've gone for Thomas Mounier. Oh, God. The, the, Bel- the Belgium, the Belgium option. Um, the reason I've gone for that is mainly to get the striker who I wanted in my team. I could have I could have yeah. gone Kimmich, but I think oh. I needed I needed a Wamba Saka, mate. I mean, again, I could have gone, but I needed oh, needed my main man, my main no. man in the midfield. You've been on Bruno yeah. Fernandez. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that <laughs> later on. No one's gone for Trent yet. Yeah? Interesting. Trent was a difficult one actually. Yeah. I had him in my team originally, but. Due to complications, basically you thought like, Van Dijk had to be in there, and he does make my my centre back alongside Varane. So obviously you boys have mainly gone for Ramos, but I thought no, that's fair. I needed that physicality. You know, Van Dijk and Varane. Who who's getting past that? <laughs> yeah. Who's actually getting past that? It's that's ridiculous. So much pace, so much strength. And then yeah, I like muscle. I've gone for Alexandra, a left back, as my Juventus player. Um, very interesting that only one of us went for Ronaldo, which. I think it sums up his decline. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, Alexander has to be in there. Who wouldn't be happy? Yeah, well, he's not here, so. I'd count it at CDM. I mean, Kovic is a great shout, to be fair. Um, I didn't really think of that, actually. But I think Kante, what he's done in the last few yeah. years at Chelsea, you know, speaks for itself. Then I had to go with De Bruyne, you know, the guy's brilliant. Uh, and to be fair, City don't really have many standouts. I was doing this, I was no, like, yeah. no, other yeah. than De Bruyne or Aguero, you're thinking, who, who, yeah. who else yeah. are you going to go I mean, I mean, fair comment in terms of the real Laporte true... centre-back, maybe. Yeah. I, I would have probably gone to Laporte if if he wasn't injured this season, but yeah. that's, that's let him down, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But there's not many standouts. Any of then... their other defenders. No. I mean, yeah, we can agree they're a great team, but there's just not... No standouts. A bit no. like Germany in at 2014, really. They've got a great yeah. team, but you wouldn't have many standouts. And then, so the midfielder is obviously from Manchester United Football Club. And I've gone for Bruno Fernandes. Oh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't. No. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I, I've gone Paul Pogba. I've gone. It's Paul still Pogba. a no-no. I've, yeah. oh, I've, I've gone Paul Pogba. I've gone Paul Pogba. My dad actually fair. did go Bruno Fernandes. I'm not that happy oh, with. And God. I think Pogba, to be honest. But oh come on, the guy's brilliant. Dog. We'll find out in a few weeks, boys, as well. See when he oh, dominates God. the rest of the league and gets a second. If you, back, if you back him so much, triple captain in first week. I like that. I like. I've already used my triple captain, so oh, unfortunately, at least, at least put him in. Your I'll put him. In my ca- I'll put him as captain. I'm saying. Oh, big, big claim from Norwich. Well, Spurs away. He loves playing at Spurs. Yeah. Get his comeuppance on Mourinho. Like. <laughs> I love that. They are, Pogba, come on. He's one. As Muscle says, he's won the World Cup, boys. Oh. <laughs> the Muscle. <laughs> he was. He was sensational. He was sensational in that World Cup. He was class. Like whereas Lloris had a very poor campaign. Yeah. Pogba probably it's probably one of the best performances he's had in his career. Yeah, he's I mean, brilliant. If we're is currently play- I think he's it's not he's been injured a lot this season mm. so I think for that reason I couldn't I definitely couldn't yeah. put him in for me but he's he's, he's a good phenomenal. choice I mean that midfield speech for us is brilliant well balanced as well um, on the left hand side I've gone 4-3-3 three, three. I've gone for Hyung Min Son from Spurs I mean look at Spurs' squad there's nothing else really there unless you're an idiot and go Larissa and Cole I mean, <laughs> 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 
I'm not, I'm not coming back on this podcast. <laughs> you can't be having Larice and expect to get expect no backlash, mate. Uh, uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I mean, right inside Lionel Messi. Come really? on. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have Messi in this, you are deluded. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Um, and then up front, I had to have him in there. Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, um, that's yeah. Sure. He, he was why I had to, you know, I did have Mbappe in there, but I thought with Son one side, Messi the other side, he'd get so much service, especially with Pogba and De Bruyne. Dosky, he just needed that out-and-out player, just score goals for fun. And I think Dosky will do that for you, you know. Um, obviously, he sung his praises a few few minutes ago on the podcast, so... I think that's that's my eleven boys. Fair dues. Yeah, some great teams there yeah, actually. Yeah. Good, teams teams. Good to yeah. see a, a modern team this week instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, like that's obviously helped Tyrone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrone's got clue. Well, it's been a very good podcast all in all. Yeah, fair dues. Very yeah, enjoyed this. A long one for you listeners at home, but um, good to get muscle on as well. Muscle, of course, you've got uh, your own show, which I'm sure some of our listeners will would love to listen to. Tell us a bit about it. What's it called? Uh, yeah, I do. I do a shameless plug. Um, it's called. It's called. Uh, We've got the wind this half. Uh, it's a bit like, bit like your show, boys. Sort of ripped off it. Ripped off a bit. It's not quite as good, but uh, it's about. It's more. It's focusing on like Sunday league stories. A bit more like have a bit of a laugh of that. And uh, yeah, just get get one out every week if we can. And uh, just talk talk about football. Really talk a bit about the news, and then uh, do do a few competitions, silly things like that, just to kill the time in a. Uh, in quarantine so yeah give it a listen if you fancy everyone and uh, thanks for having me on boys good to see you yeah, yeah all the best mate yeah, pleasure make all sure to uh, to tune into that yeah, one it's a very good podcast on, very good on podcast. Spotify as well Muscle yeah yeah on Spotify we've got the windows off yeah I think there's six episodes so far so yeah Yes, I can vouch for a really, really good podcast. I've enjoyed it yeah. so far. Yeah, very good. Good. Well, thanks very much for listening to this week's episode of They Think It's All Over. It is now. <laughs>